Welcome into an emergency edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. It's Wednesday evening and some major news breaking for Iowa State men's basketball with uh, the Cyclones landing their first commitment in the 2022 recruiting cycle and landing a commitment from Ames High star Taman Lipsy, bringing in Brent Bloom to break this news down, continuing a, a huge week for Iowa State men's basketball uh, and TJ Otzberger and his new staff. Bloom, I, I think that this is probably as significant of a recruiting win as Iowa State has had. I mean, the Tyrese Hunter news was probably was, – was obviously big, but I think that when you look at the grand skate, uh, scope of things for Iowa State basketball, probably the biggest recruiting victory they've had had since the Xavier Foster news, you know, a year and a half ago at this point. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it, this is very important for a couple of reasons. Number one is Lipsy's a very good player and you need good players to compete and win with in the big 12. But then there's the extra factor of he's a names kid. Um, dad works for Iowa state family's been in names for a while. We've heard about him since he was a seventh grader. And you keep him in town when he was offered by some high major programs. And for Iowa State, that's a big deal. I mean, you don't have to look too far in past history where uh, guys have left Ames and been a big deal elsewhere. And so it's just a really, really nice win for TJ this early in his tenure. And really excited. I have had the chance to watch Taman several times, and he is a high level player. Obviously, had the significant knee injury as a sophomore, but uh, rounded into form and looked really good by the time last year rolled around. And I anticipate, you know, the rankings aren't as high as I think they probably should be with him because of the injury, but this is a big time get on several fronts. So what a, what a week it's been for TJ and Iowa state and so excited for the, for Taman and the Lipsies that he's going to stay home. Yeah. And I think that this is probably the one that speaks to TJ and the staff's ability to recruit as much as any of the other ones, just because of the fact that, you know, obviously this, this whole thing is so much about relationships and, you know, I think Iowa state was going to have a leg up in this whole deal regardless, but, you know, I talked to him right after uh, he got reoffered by Iowa state and I could tell on that call that, you know, he was probably leaning one way, but he really wanted to get to know TJ and that was only two, three weeks ago now that, that that happened. And so for him to pull the trigger on this this quickly, you know, it speaks to their ability to build relationships and stuff like that. But I, I echo everything that you said. He is a very, very good player. Uh, I think that once he gets an opportunity to get back in front of some of the talent evaluators this summer on the AAU circuit, we're going to see those numbers jump up considerably. I mean, this is a young man that before his injury – was probably somewhere in the top 25 to 30 of the entire class, uh, you know, playing with USA basketball and, and the likes of, of that. Uh, but just people haven't been able to see him, you know, this past year with Ames high was a fantastic player, a consensus first team, all state player at the class four, a level. Um, it's good for Iowa state to get him locked down early because I think that he was going to gain a lot of attention once people got to get eyes on him again this summer. Completely agree. And he did have some big offers. Uh, Fred in Nebraska wanted him. I think Minnesota had offered as well. And other programs were kind of waiting to see based on his injury where he was going to go. And so to get him, I, I completely agree, Jared. It's The timing is great. And it worked out really well in Iowa State's favor because, you know, you look at his game and you, his numbers, you know, 6'2", 175 pound, really physical kid already. Super, super athlete. Just a track guy, um, long jumper, 
and he ran for 360 yards in a football game this past fall as the quarterback, uh, threw for 400 in a game. I mean, just a multi-sport, and this is after the knee injury, by the way. So he can, he's just a really solid player. And I think, you know, what separates him, he played on the D1 Minnesota team up, up north for his AAU program. So again, keeping within that, that upper Midwest AAU sphere that I would say wants to recruit in, and that program is loaded and will be for a long time. So there's also some relationships with some other recruits in the 22 class. So he definitely checks a lot of boxes, but I'm just excited for him as a player. I mean, average went 16 points. I think it was five assists, uh, four rebounds last year for Ames, but he's just the ultimate competitor. And what jumps out the page from watching Taman play is he just refuses to lose. And it was an okay Ames team. I think they were ranked third. They ended up rolling up against, uh, into the dynasty that is the walkie warriors. Um, but it's, it's, he, he carried them. He's just a leader. I, this is going to sound like a cuss word to Iowa state fans, but you know, what it reminds me of Aaron Kraft uh, okay. from Ohio yeah. state, just a complete bulldog will guard the heck out of you. Jump shots. Okay. I mean, shot 38% last year from three. It's okay. It's not great. I think it will get better, but he's just a competitor and refuses to lose. And I think he has a chance to be just outstanding on the ball defensively. And he's not a guy that needs the ball to be successful. I just think, um, man, I think he's a, he's a winner and he's a program, you know, a culture changer as Campbell would like to say. Yeah. And that's actually what you kind of led me into what my next thing was going to be. I think it's going to be a interesting and intriguing possibility of him playing alongside Tyrese Hunter, because both of them bring some of what you need in a pure point guard sense, but I think both of them also are capable of playing off the ball. And, and you mentioned his, you know, the jump shot isn't exactly, you know, refined or anything like that yet. That was what he told me when I talked to him at that time was, you know, I need to be better. I need to show people that I can score on all three levels of the floor because I, he says that he feels like he's capable of doing that at a very high level. This summer will give him an opportunity to really prove that to people. But, uh, those two, I think fit really well together. And they also, you know, the, I, I don't mean to say that they're going to be as good as these two guys, because these two guys were obviously were as good as anybody in the country. There's a reason that they did what they did. It's very Jared Butler and Davion Mitchell. Yeah. Like where, you know, neither one of them shoots the ball as well as a Jared Butler does, but what Tyrese Hunter has in pure burst and athleticism when I sit there and I watch him, I'm like, man, he's not maybe as tall as a Davion Mitchell, but he reminds me a lot of that kind of a guy, you know, and now you're going to have these two guys who can both be a point guard with can play with the ball in their hands, but also can play off the ball. And they really like to get after you and defend. I mean, I, I think that for Iowa state fans, this is a duo that should just have your minds racing with what the possibilities for the two of them are moving forward. And and then when you add what Xavier Foster is, I mean, you're going to have three cornerstones in those, in those three pieces right there, just right off the bat that I think can give this program a big leg up moving forward in the TJ Otzenberger era. Yeah. Multiple ball handlers. And then the key though, as you know, I mean, you can have, you can have as many point guards on the floor as you want, but the key is the other end being able to guard and Lipsy certainly is big enough and will only get bigger. I mean, he's, he's got the frame to really be a physical defender. I mean, he's 170 pounds now, but you can tell he's going to fill out and be, you know, just a really stout defensive guy. He'll be able to guard one through three pretty easily. And I haven't seen Hunter in person, but just from watching his stuff, he can guard more than just the one. So that really helps your versatility. I think those guys can then be both 
be great on both ends, which is so key. And that's why Baylor was so good. It wasn't just their ability on offense is all those cards would just terrorize you on the defensive end. And that takes really good guards to great guards because you can be a two-way player then. And I completely agree. These, these are two foundation pieces for Iowa state going forward. And now allows you to kind of look at that wing spot more than the, the cause you're, you're pretty set on the ball handler position. Um, so now you can get, look to get some, some bigger physical wing types, not only in this immediate class, but then the classes going forward. And there's one, one guy in particular that's uh, t- AAU teammates with uh, Taman Lipsy that is, is high on the radar and Eli King. Yeah. Eli King. And then did you get a chance to, have you watched any of the highlights of Alex Carabin? I think is how you say his I, name, the, the offered last night. I did. I thought I was watching a more athletic George Niang in high school. Yep, that's what I, I thought. I mean, too. and it's, I mean, it's, it's almost, it's crazy because that's, George has a relationship with him, it sounds like, or at least knows of him. It's the same general area, uh, prep school, et cetera. And that's, that would fit in like way too perfectly for what Iowa State's trying to build is a, a guy like that because super versatile, can shoot it out to three, six, eight, I mean, does a little bit of everything. So, uh, fun times. If, if they can, if that offer, which it obviously happened, uh, if they could out recruit some of those schools out east, that'd be another big win absolutely and thank god that roy williams retired uh just so that we didn't didn't ever have to worry about any of that stuff all, all it took it, 25 years hey actually you know lafrance was 92 so 30 years later roy finally retires and somebody like lipsy comes to iowa state thanks a lot roy Absolutely. All right, buddy. Thanks for taking some time. We just wanted to give everybody some quick thoughts uh, before we, uh, you know, moved on and um, get things going. So, hey, hey, man, if we do one of these a week for for commits of this stature, then then I'm I'm all ears. Man, Iowa State's roster is going to be monstrous <laughs> by that point. Yeah, so I would hope that they they can win games if they've got that many kids on the team. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you again uh, again soon.